This is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton from Wealth and Retirement Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Steve and Vanessa provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton. Hello and welcome back to Wealth with Wisdom. My name is Vanessa Sexton along with Steve Asgard with Wealth and Retirement Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 865-691-1211 or visit us online at wealthwithwisdom.com. And while at the website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. While there's nothing wrong with dreaming big about your retirement, it's important to remember that how you think about retirement is likely to change along with your circumstances and preferences. However, no matter how your circumstances change, you're likely to have four unique stages of retirement. But before we get into peeling back the onion a bit on those four stages, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Schur, who... Sure. Are you sure, Tony? Or maybe that's Tony. Tony Shore. I sure am. <laughs> exactly. Um, and unlike onions, never brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> Just but tears I'm, of joy. That's exactly right. Just tears of joy I bring to your eyes. So, well, thanks, Vanessa. And uh, yeah, I'm sure it's sure. Uh, that's for sure. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Steve and Vanessa, great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And, you know, Vanessa, you said four phases of retirement. And I have to be honest, I've never heard it broken down uh, that way, the four phases. So I'm excited to see what you uh, toss our way today, Steve. Well, we'll be tossing and I hope you're catching. <laughs> I am. We always talk about three phases, the go-go years, the go-slow years, and the no-go years. But today, we're talking about a Kiplinger article called The Four Phases of Retirement, and it does a very good job of breaking down these phases. The first phase is, as you probably imagine, the pre-retirement phase. Yeah, that's, that's where they got the fourth one. This phase kicks off roughly a decade before you punch the time clock for the final last time. While financial services professionals generally urge you to begin saving for retirement as soon as you get your first paycheck, that money will be typically will be set aside and left alone to hopefully grow. However, once you roll into your 50s and your pre-retirement clock begins ticking, it's time to actively start mapping out your preferred retirement. So basically, our 50th birthday then, Steve, often opens the door to that pre-retirement phase you're talking about. So, uh, Vanessa, what are some of the first things we should do in that pre-retirement phase? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not that I would know. However, I do know. Just kidding. <laughs> I would hope you know. Uh, my goodness, I, you're the I, host I, of the show. I do know. I do know. And I'm, eagerly, I'm eagerly awaiting my 50th birthday. Oh, so, I get it. You wouldn't know because you're not that old yet. Right, I see, I see right. what you're trying Are to say. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. 
I think the best first step in the pre-retirement phase is to simply define what your goals are and what you want your post-life your post-work lifestyle to be. If you have a spouse or partner, make sure you sit down together to see where your goals line up and how you can compromise on some of the areas where your goals differ a little bit because they do. I recognize that setting goals can seem a little simplistic, but sometimes it's the simplest things that we overlook, much to our potential detriment. For example, If you live in the Midwest and one of your goals is to retire someplace warm, you can begin determining the steps needed to reach that goal many years ahead of time. In fact, the article highlights a recent survey that indicates one third of Americans say they have no idea how much money they need to sock away to give them the best possible shot at their preferred retirement. Wow. Well, and that's an alarming number. I mean, uh, a third of Americans out there and getting ready for retirement without knowing how much you need seems almost impossible to me. Well, I agree, Tony, but you're right on that one for sure. And while saving is clearly very important, saving alone isn't enough to graduate you from the pre-retirement phase. Your strategy should also include a way to create income after you retire. I mean, don't we need income? Well, and yeah. since and since you're no longer will be working, that income is likely to come from investments, social securities, pensions, annuities. The importance of getting your financial strategy perfect, especially as you nudge closer to retirement, can be scary and daunting. That's why I strongly urge today's listeners to work with a financial services professional if they aren't already. Yeah, so, and that's phase one, that pre-retirement phase. Vanessa, what's phase two? Phase two is the early years of your retirement. For a lot of folks, this phase tends to be the most expensive because your health and energy are both likely to be good. And when you combine that with your general excitement at finally being retired, well, that probably means lots of travel and other adventures. But as we've noted often over the years on our show, travel and adventures cost money. And if you aren't careful, that pot of saved money you've worked so hard for can begin to dwindle faster than you had anticipated. Mm. So basically, don't go overboard when you first hit retirement. Got it. Uh, That one makes sense. Many of my clients find real satisfaction in taking a part-time job after they retire. Now, I know you are saying working in retirement isn't really retirement, but let me explain. If you've worked for 40 years, for 40 plus hours a week, that's a lot of time to fill after you retire. Some people can find that part of retirement kind of lonely. That's where a part-time job may come in handy. Sure, the little extra money you bring could help you find some of those, fund some of those adventures, but it's more than that. It's getting out of the house and engaging with the world. And remember, you don't have to just take any old job. You can work part-time at the local zoo or an arts organization, at a campground or a golf course. Yeah, Yeah, we have lots of clients that do that. Yeah, you can find, you can do something you really enjoy. I, I think that makes sense. And you've talked about that on previous shows. Both of you have working part-time early in retirement can maybe help delay filing for Social Security, which could mean a larger monthly check once you do file, right? Correct. And phase two is also a good time to really consider your current living arrangements. 
As the article notes, about 40% of retirees move after they stop working. Is it time to downsize? Do you have family you want to be closer to? This is a good point to consider some of these questions. Well, sure. It definitely is. Vanessa, before we go on, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and Steve if they want to set up that no-cost complimentary consultation. Most definitely. We would love to do that with you. Uh, You can um, give us a call at 865-691-1211. Go on our website, wealthwithwisdom.com, and request contact there, or shoot me a brief email at vanessa at wealthwithwisdom.com. All right. So what do you have next for us, Vanessa? So when you think about retirement, what images play through your mind? You know, it's different for everyone. Is it coffee and pastries at a sidewalk cafe in Paris? That's sure. My, that's yeah. my daughter's. That sounds pretty good, too. Or is it ghost stories around a campfire with your grandkids at Yellowstone? Oh, yes, please. I want that. Or is it something even simpler like sleeping in as long as you like and going for a leisurely stroll around the park whenever you feel like it? I like that one. Yeah, that sounds good as well. And that's a lot of our clients. So whatever your ideal retirement is, you may have a better chance of achieving it by sticking to the four stages of retirement and contacting a financial services professional in that pre-retirement phase. That is so important. Yeah. Well, and and you broke down the first two stages of retirement, which was the pre-retirement in early years. Uh, and so both of those pre-retirement and then the early years of retirement or the go-go years in retirement. So Steve, what can you tell us about phase three? Well, according to the Kiplinger article, they defines phase three as middle retirement, or we'll call it the go slow retirement, which is, which it notes is often the least expensive phase. Phase three begins roughly 10 years into retirement, at which point you're likely traveling less and spending more time around the home. Yet, you got to be aware that this is also the phase where healthcare expenses begin to tick up as you require more medical appointments and treatment. Many folks in retirement's third stage also find themselves with medical expenses like equipment and medically necessary upgrades to their home. And I will add to that also, that is that is the stage of retirement where a lot of people's RMDs are really getting up there and their taxes go up and their Medicare premiums go up. So that's a challenging phase. Sure. Well, and I know some of those additional medical services and equipment that you mentioned, Steve, can come with a lot of sticker shock. My parents have been dealing with that and a lot of that falls outside the scope of Medicare. Isn't that right? That's exactly right, Tony. Many of the clients that we work with are surprised when we tell them that everything Medicare doesn't cover. But that said, you can devise a retirement strategy that may help you manage some of the expenses that can emerge as you age. Long-term care insurance, for example, may be a good option for some folks. And we discuss it on a daily basis because it's came a very long way since it was implemented. And, um, it's no longer that use it or lose it policy. So there's lots of options available that weren't there before. Sure. Yeah, there are a lot of different strategies to help with that. So, Vanessa, what else can you tell us about phase three? Well, one thing that some of our clients find important is or of value is building a legacy that you can leave behind for your loved ones. Um, 
in phase three. So if, if you wrote a will when you and your kids were younger, the middle years of retirement may be a good time to revisit it and make any necessary changes. After all, it's likely that births, deaths, marriages, and sadly enough, divorces may have shifted both your priorities and needs the um, and the needs of your loved ones. So don't wait until your health declines and you're unable to make those decisions before taking on something as important as your legacy plan. Yeah, good advice. So moving on now, let's go to stage four. Steve, what can you tell us about stage four? Well, stage four is also called the no-go years. Yep. And during this stage, it's very possible that healthcare will be your most significant expense. The article references a fidelity study that notes the average 65-year-old couple can anticipate spending in the ballpark of 300000 on health care during the course of their retirement, and in most cases, the bulk of those expenses will pop up in their later years. Wow. 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 Yeah, wow's well, right. Uh, well, let's set down the imaginary soapbox for a moment so you can stand on it, Vanessa, and, and tout the virtues of uh, insurance to help cover these things. Gladly, Tony. This is a passion of mine, so thank you. So if you haven't already started researching long-term care insurance, I'd urge you to strongly to begin doing so as soon as possible. Don't forget that most folks purchase long-term care insurance in their mid-50s to mid-60s, and the longer you wait, the more expensive it could be, or really, or the less uh, coverage that you will have. Long-term care insurance may help you and your money withstand the financial tidal wave that comes with things like nursing homes, assisted living, home health care services. And again, you shouldn't plan to use Medicare for these types of services. There is just not enough coverage there. In some cases, Medicare may help modestly, which I think is an exaggeration, to be honest with you, with some of those services. But in other cases, Medicare will not help at all. It really doesn't. Right, right. So obviously, again, you need to work with a financial services professional to discuss some of the strategies to help cover that. Now, what else can you tell us about phase four, Steve? Well, in the no-go years or phase four here, just like with the first three phases, diligence is essential. You should be relentless when it comes to monitoring and evaluating your financial strategy. What's the one thing you shouldn't do after you build a financial strategy? Toss it in a drawer and forget about it because you think you're done. Dig into your strategy on a regular basis with your financial services professional. Adjust as needed so you can put yourself in the strongest possible financial position. Your retirement will thank you. Yeah. And you guys really covered uh, those four stages well. And uh, I'm going to recap the first stage you said was the pre-retirement years, the first uh, five to 10 years before you retire. And then we talked about the main three stages in retirement, which are your go-go years, your slow-go years, and your no-go years. Very good. So uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, And that's a great way to look at it. Very helpful. Uh, people need to be aware of that and have a plan in place. And, you know, uh, I think that's great. So uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Vanessa? Yes. So we are very passionate about retirement planning. And we've learned um, through studies and statistics that most people 
that don't have a financial services professional is for two two reasons. One is they don't know who to trust and they don't know how much it will cost. Um, so I would just, I'd invite you to check us out, go on our website, Google our names. Our clients do it all the time. They find all kinds of interesting things to talk about us that we've forgotten about in our past and they bring it to us and get to know us a little bit and we're here we want you to trust and we really just want you to work with a financial services professional in your early 50s if you can it just helps retirement so much more than waiting until you're 69 and ready to retire Um, we can help correct a lot of um, bad turns or or just really help you get focused in that retirement. So so that's who you can trust. You know, ask your friends, your family, listen to our shows and what it will cost. Just give us a call and we'll talk about that. We don't we don't charge consultation fees here at our office. So check us out online at wealthwithwisdom.com. Give us a call at 865-691-1211. Or you can shoot me a brief email at Vanessa at wealthwithwisdom.com. All right, and give that phone number slowly one more time. I'm from the south. I thought that was really slow. I try <laughs> to speed it up for people, you know. Jeez. Okay, eight six five All right. Well, okay, thank Johnny. you, Stephen Vanessa. I think that's great. It was a great show today, and uh, I learned a lot. I learned about the fa- you know the the uh, different uh, phases of retirement and retirement. Definitely. Planning. Definitely. So, so listeners, that does it for today's episode of Wealth with Wisdom with our hosts, Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Wealth with Wisdom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. Call 865-357-4024 or visit them online at wealthwithwisdom.com. Steve Vasgard, Vanessa Sexton, and Wealth and Retirement Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.